Good evening and welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. Flying along for a few minutes until my co-host arrives. It's Saturday, August 11th. Welcome, everybody. It's a beautiful, beautiful warm day, about 89, 90 degrees, quite humid. I'm uh, rushing back from uh, an annual event that's held in the black community called Family Day. It's put on by the Urban League, and it's uh, actually the 29th annual for, uh, Urban Day. It's uh, being held right now on Plymouth and Penn. I think it ends at 6 o'clock. In fact, it does. So you, if you uh, didn't get a chance to get down there, you've missed a good show uh, or a good, uh, uh, what was it, a good event. Uh, had plenty of vendors down there. A lot of the politicians showed up, so I was able to finagle. And politicians grab. did show up, huh? Yeah, oh, man, a lot of politicians. When they what? need a vote, it's amazing how they show up absolutely. for things, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely, especially <laughs> Tina Smith. Uh, she, uh, she, I call her Samantha from Bewitch because you know how she can just twinkle her nose and mm-hmm. disappear, make things disappear. Um, I really, you know, as a Democrat, Stan, man, um, I've evolved seriously. Um, I used to be the, the sole party dude that just voted for whoever the endorsed candidate was. Starting to see the light, young man. You're starting to see the <laughs> well, light. Well, you can't vote for these status quo people that you know seriously don't come around until an election season, or don't have time for you. And Tina Smith is the epitome of status quo and that type of politician. Um, I was around her at Farm Fest today. Even today, even I asked her to uh, uh, why wasn't she going to debate Richard Painter? She said, "Well." We had a debate at Farm Fest, and I said, "Well, Farm Fest it's in rural, you know, part of rural Minnesota. Doesn't a couple hours away from here, exactly. And it doesn't, you know, it, it it's not everybody in the state doesn't rep everybody in the state. I'm like, why don't we have a debate right now, right here? Not a huge African American community out in it uh, wasn't, Western it, Minnesota. Either. No, no, <laughs> no, it wasn't. And it was uh, about four of us that were up there. Seriously, in the whole deal. Yep. Don't get me wrong, nice, friendly people. I had a good time up there." Uh, but I said, so why don't you debate? Let's debate right here, right now. I said, the the black community deserves a debate. Uh, well, well uh, you know, the primary is on Tuesday. I said, well, we'll clear. I'll have Richard clear his whole calendar so that he can debate you and the black community. Uh, well, no. And walked away and left the event. It was amazing. Kind of crazy. So typical. And this is why she doesn't deserve our vote Democrats. And uh, so, how excited are you for the upcoming primary? I am so pumped because I really think that Richard has a really good chance, and I'm a proud supporter of that of the uh, of the Painter campaign. I think Richard he sat at this whole thing for six, uh, was it eight hours, however long uh, we were there, answering every single question of every single constituent that walked up to him. You know, no sugarcoating. She didn't even have a booth there. I mean, come on, this is the incumbent. She didn't even have a booth there. For Pete's sakes. Well, so, she was also appointed, too, so she has that behind her. So uh, she probably thinks she doesn't have to be. And, and, and there were people saying, if I was her, I wouldn't debate either. I said, and these were black people saying that. And I was like, you sound like an idiot. I said, bro, you sound like an idiot to, to continue to excuse her um, absence from our community. I said, stop playing. So then uh, 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 Senator Bobby Joe Champion decided to carry water for her today and say, well, she, she, she was there at Juneteenth. I said, I don't care how many events you show up at, okay? You can show up at 29 events. You can, I don't care. She Check can, out my website. All and, my points are on there. And she's not going to endorse, too. And I don't care what black events you show up to. Are you answering the tough questions that the community is asking? And the answer would be no, because all she does is smile and let you take pictures with her. That's it. And if you have an, an opposing shirt on, even if it isn't an elected, I mean, a DFLer, she wants to make sure her staff, in fact, if you ask them to take it, they take headshots. They don't take the full body shots. It's like, give me 
a break. So, Tina Smith, you don't deserve to be in the position that you're at. And I hope, ladies and gentlemen, that, yeah, listen, Republicans, if you want to pay uh, uh, Governor uh, Dayton back, you can do so by voting Richard Painter. You can do so by getting rid of Tina Smith. You, if, you, if you can't stand Governor Dayton, there's no other better way to pay him I back. I don't think that's going to happen, though. But you can do it, though. We're open primary. I mean, you might not can vote for your favorite Republican, but you uh, you can uh, you can. Well, it's one sided, though. You got to vote either all Republican or all, all them. All and that's Democrats. the that is the bad thing about. It. I, I think a primary should, you should be able to vote for both. That's why we have the general. That would make it interesting. It would be because if you could, like I said, you could pay back. Uh, because there one, yeah, there might be one particular candidate, and a, a listener brought up a point earlier during Sue's show about you know. Going in and voting on the opposite party ticket, just kind of to, towards your point. Exactly. Like, okay, I don't want Aaron Murphy. I don't want, you know, this guy or that guy, Tina Smith. So I'm going to vote in the Democratic side to get those people out of there. But then you can't vote whoever for that guy on the was. Republican side either, or Democrat, whichever side you're on. True. And I and I and I and I, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I, Republicans, my fellow Republicans. I know you won't be able to vote for whomever you want, but go back. Go, but go it's going to be a big primary it's for be Republicans. Huge. It's I mean, be huge. there's there's uh, lots of feelings on both sides. No and doubt. I think you know if this was Johnson and Teapot going in the actual head to head in the general election. I mean, it would it would get super nasty. I think it by would, the end it, of it. It's, I uh, I bumped into. Uh, um, Tom Hauser at the uh, Farm Fest. And so he had, so tomorrow he's got, I, I, I'm not sure if it's a couple of series of uh, debates that he had between uh, Palenti and Johnson. He said, oh my gosh. He said, you're going to love one to tomorrow? see tomorrow? Yes, on this show at 10 yep, o'clock. Yep. I shouldn't be, no, I'm sorry, 1030. On, um, 10.30 on the um, at issue. You're going to have Palenti and Johnson going at it. He said he got really feisty. So he says you're going to love that. But that's what you want. You want a rigorous debate no matter. And that's why when people were talking about Palenti should go, I had, no. I mean, we got to quit. If if the if the endorsed candidate is someone that you don't support, that's fine. You should. We shouldn't be beating up the other person because they weren't endorsed. No. If I believe- yeah, but he he skipped the convention and then he just comes in with his boatload of money, which is the exact same thing that a lot of people on your side said about Trump. Is all he got all his big supporters and his big money friends, and he took money out of his own account and you know put all this money into the presidential election. Well, that's what Plenty's doing. He ignored all the basic. Uh, avenues to get elected, and then he just jumps in at the last minute and says, well, I ain't going to debate, I ain't going to do nothing, and I'm going to take on Johnson in the primary, and we'll see where the cards fall. I still think that we got to, but I, I think that's kind of dirty. We got to buck the trend. No, we, but you got to buck the trend. I know that there's, and that's what I'm saying, I used to be a party man that only would support the the, the, the endorsed candidate. But then there are things like that you, like for instance. It's I, not about the endorsement, though. It it's is. The fact that's what that everyone's pissed go, off about. He didn't even go for the endorsement, though. Well, that's he had the missed thing. it. He had because he knew though. he had a crap load of money, and he was going to try to buy the primary. And that's what he's been doing. But that's what the primary is for, though. That's what the primary is for. We had a caller earlier said he gets one to two pieces a day from the campaign of plenty. Say, you know, a little postcard, shiny, all red, white, and blue, and, oh, I love America, and I love Minnesota, and this and that. Well, he's got the money, but he didn't even go and speak to his constituents 
at the convention. Then what good are endorsements if he doesn't have the money? Because you know the guy. Because you've had experience with the guy. I think it's been bad experience, but you've had experience with the guy. Yeah, we know he has a boatload of money. Then they should probably join us when we talk about Citizens United. But then, after that, let's just welcome those people in because we, we, we stay too devoted to status quo and when we come back we got more we got my co-host coming in ali muhammad and plenty of uh talking friendly show 651-989-5855 on black republican black democrat on your twin cities news talk and iheart radio welcome back black republican black democrat twin cities news talk and your iheart radio I'm Jamar Nelson, your host and homeboy. Patwin will be returning next week, and we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming. My co-host is... Don't forget about Vikings football coming up here at the top of the hour, too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Vikings football coming up. Uh, we, I forgot we are uh, one of the, our sister station, KFAN, um, will be regularly broadcasting these games, PA, my man. And uh, we'll do preseason games all year. I mean, the rest of the preseason stand. Yep. Okay. Yep. So tonight's starting tonight. I thought it comes on at seven thirty, but top of the hour is pregame. Yep. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, so stay tuned. After me is uh, pregame for the Vikings Denver Broncos game. I think they're in Denver, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So make sure you. Yes, and I think them. the game is broadcast locally on Channel Eleven, if I'm not mistaken, too. Right, Stan. Right here as well. Okay. Well, of course, here. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what I like to do the flagship. is... We're the flagship, I, I like to turn down the TV and listen to um, PA. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. That's how my he man gets into here. it, yeah. Yeah, no. He's definitely passionate about football. And he lose. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we like I said, this is a, a, a talker and caller-friendly show today. Uh, but I was able to uh, wrangle one of the uh, politicians that was at uh, Family Day. So Lisa Delgado should be calling in today. Um, she's running against our, one of our guests that was on last week, um, Lacey Johnson and 59B, State Senate, uh, 59B. So uh, she should be calling in shortly. Man, there's so much going on in the world, though, people, um, especially uh, here with Trump and uh, uh, the different indictments and uh, everything that goes on. Trump is the gift that keeps on seriously giving. And my co-host wanted to uh, chime in on different uh, hot topics he has himself, too. So can't wait till he gets his butt into place. I think that one of the things that we uh, always forget, though, with politics is that that the stories of of political nature are always interesting, right? When you look at the fact that... um, Donald Trump now is well, look. Let, let, let's just take the the the, the special elections. Uh, Democrats did lose the one uh, on Tuesday in Ohio, but in the last forty six uh, special elections, Democrats have either won them or come extremely close. We're talking one to two points of uh, in uh, margins in their uh, losses. I think. Um, What's another prominent example of 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 how Democrats, uh, the enthusiasm of Democrats, um, are the special elections and the fact that Black women are coming in, excuse me, coming out and coming through for Democrats, putting Democrats over in these special elections. 
Uh, so I think that every candidate would be mindful to make sure that they pay attention to the black community because you, no politician, Republican nor Democrat, will win any election without that of the black vote. The black vote is prominent, and these special elections are proof positive of that, Mohammed. Well, thank you for uh, getting me on here today. And, no um yeah, so I, I, I would agree. I think a lot of these different fragmented um, populations, uh, such as the, the, the black community, uh, the female vote, people are trying to you know, get in on that. Um, I think, I think it, is, it, it is important for folks to keep those in mind, but I think they can have these universal policies that apply to everybody. Everybody wants jobs. Everybody wants an economic revitalization of the country. Um, Interesting enough that you, you, you pointed that out with the, 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 the black vote. Um, it was black women, like you were talking about, that uh, brought uh, the, uh, what was his name, uh, the guy in Alabama. Well, they, you know, they voted against Roy Moore, of course, but they really brought the Democrat over the top significantly. Um, and in Ohio, it was, um, you know, the Republican won, but people pointed to the suburban vote as how strong the Democrat turned out in a very red district, so. Uh, I think it's a great point that, that people have to do, you know, they have to focus on the different elements. But I, I personally think that you have to have a universal approach. Well, oh, excuse me, I've got candy in my mouth. I'm supposed to not be chewing while I'm on the air. Um, you're right, Muhammad, but at the same time, I think both parties, again, neglect purposefully when you're not chewing candy. That's supposed to sound like purposefully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the black vote until they need the black vote, until it's convenient. And yeah, yeah. I think, um, and I say black, but I, that includes your community, my community, black, under one tent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that the more I keep working with these particular and different candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, I've worked with Republican candidates. Now I'm working with uh, Democrat candidates. No, you're rocking that and, uh, um, Richard Painter shirt. Absolutely. Representative. Eh? No doubt about it. I wish I had my Facebook live, but my camera's so bad. I mean, my <laughs> phone is dying, so I can't go Word. live. Um, but I think that... Um, I'm, I, he's a different candidate for me, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely different, I'll tell you that. He, he's definitely different, bro. Everybody, everybody can, he, he's a Republican. He, no, he's a Democrat now that used to be a Republican. And if he was the first guy yeah. or gal that switched parties and that was so unprecedented, then I would I could understand. Mm. But for Democrats to use that as a lame excuse as to why you wouldn't vote for him, then you're no better than the Republican that you point the finger at because— while we go around saying that there's no litmus test to be a Democrat, mm-hmm. I thought that there wasn't. So if the litmus yeah. test is you can't be a former Democrat or an independent, or excuse me, former Republican, Republican yeah. or independent or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's BS. And I call BS on them. And that's why we get, we we need to get rid of the status quo politicians mm. that think that uh, we have a, we should have a cookie cutter mantra of how the party should be ran. It's not even cookie cutter. It's, it's cultist almost, right? Yeah. You can't, I mean, especially for the Democrats, um, what did, what did Hillary Clinton say to Bernie Sanders? She, the, the biggest point she had against him was, well, he's not really a Democrat. Yeah, well, no, right? I, not, well, in that, what my, that's what she was saying. And I, I, I use that too, but here's in a different sense of what I, my point was Bernie hadn't pre- having, hadn't previously called himself a yeah, Democrat. He's he's so I think she had a valid point of, mm-hmm. okay, 
if you were around calling yourself a Democrat or seriously caucusing with Democrats, yep. Yep. that was different, Bernie. But you weren't – now you're running as a Democrat, but yeah. you were an independent. So I think that's different. Richard was a Republican turned Democrat. Can I, can I say, though, like sometimes the Republicans in this day and age, especially the anti-Trump ones, there's almost no difference between them and – I mean, you got you got the uh, Rick Wilsons. You have the Anna Navarro's on CNN. I love so, her. Oh my God, I, I love her. her. <laughs> I love Anna. And, and and people ask like, why do they? Or, or um, I think Ruben, Jill Rubin, or something like that on on Twitter from Washington Post. It's you really cannot distinguish how they're a conservative anymore. They just hate Trump, and they will side Anna Navarro, Republican. He has that effect, though. I, I yeah, I he mean, he really effect. is able to separate the two. He yeah. has that effect, and so you look at it like this. Um, <clears throat> I think that your party too often now they want to crush those that are against Trump. That so there's there's that further perpetuation the notion of why I couldn't be, mm. and I'm starting to, I'm seeing that now. So let's not front that I'm not seeing yeah. that in locally okay. poli uh, politically here yeah. with oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the DFL. I'm, I'm seeing that with the fact that because you're not the end uh, the endorsed candidate, we're gonna eat you. Mm. No. I <clears throat> I've been involved with, you know, I'm a Democrat. You know, I, everybody oh, knows. Man, you bleed blue. Exactly. Unapologetic, right? <laughs> I'm so ashamed of my party right now and the things that we're doing. You I'm know me. Too. I always scream what Republicans do. We're not like Republicans. Um, but the fact that they're trying to take down Richard with lies, innuendos, insults, mm. and it's coming from the top of the party. Mm. Is embarrassing to should be embarrassing to them. Yeah. It definitely is embarrassing to me. Let's take a phone call from Jeremy. Jeremy, how you doing, bro? Jeremy, you there? Jeremy, we'll put you back on hold just a second, bro. Put you back on hold here. I'll get you after the break, Jeremy. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> speaking of uh, you know these people coming around at, at certain times, I mean you kind of mentioned that earlier as a uh, listening in. Um, I mean, it is a bit disingenuous, but I mean, it's really on us as a community continuously, you know, talk to our elected officials, talk to people who are running early on and say, you know, I think we had this conversation in private, but, you know, people really have to continue to ask them, you know, you're coming to me asking for my vote. What will you do for me? That's right. Right. And at the end of the day, if they don't really have a, an answer, sometimes some of these people have prepared answers. It's very, you know, fake. I mean, somebody said uh, on Twitter that uh, what's her name? And we're going to get into Lori Swanson later on. But they said, you know, Lori Swanson in her commercial has her, you know, walking down around in the neighborhood. Very corny. You know what I mean? Shaking hands with neighbors. But somebody who lived blocks away from her said, I never saw Lori Swanson walking around in my neighborhood shaking people's hands and that never happened she's only playing this part now Tina open yeah. Tina, so that's that's my point I, i'm tired of the fake politicians that make these cute ass commercials that they're knocking on doors and they're sh kissing babies yeah. come to the just like polls mm. i'm sick of you telling me what your polls say release your polls then yep. and then i say this i don't see posters in the hood mm. okay i'm very active in the hood word, word, i don't word. see post posters mm. in the hood so how are you conducting um smart scientific mm -hmm. accurate polls that reflect everything because most of the black people i know don't have landlines yep. okay uh they barely keep their they, they, we, some of us could barely have cell phones mm -hmm. okay um you gotta do you got an old-fashioned knock on the door yep straight up a, a lot of our elders your elders and our elders in our communities they don't have uh phones you gotta knock on the doors even mm -hmm. if you're the elders in your community have phones they still you still gotta knock on their door so, yep, they're not gonna answer and them. then people in your community your elders 
they don't speak very much English, Mm-mm. if at all. Mm-mm. So we know that they're not polling your, pe- your, your people in your community no, they because they don't speak the language. They're not even putting lit out in your language or it's my language. It's because they see us as de facto exactly. voters. Democrat. yeah. Democrats. They see Democrats do, yeah. your brown skin, my brown skin, you're a de facto Democrat. So uh, I'm not going to bother. You know, of course. Get, I'm not going to bother. Get your, get your butt to the polls. That's why I wonder how some people can be Republicans. Like I wonder how I could be Democrats. But at least <laughs> uh, up until... This up until what what's going on with Richard? Yeah, I thought seriously, Democrat, and I know that there's not a litmus test on being a Democrat, but what's happening is Richard is scaring the status quo. Is he? Because he's shaking it up. Can, can I ask you a question about Richard? I mean, yeah, he's very popular on Twitter, yes. online, and yes. and he's all over the you know news cycles, um, you know, speaking against Trump, and they always put this before any any former Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaks against Trump. They always say former, you know, you know, uh, White House official under the Bush administration, giving them some kind of credentials, of you know, uh, giving them the credit. But yeah, Richard is very popular online. Do you think that translates in person on the ground here in Minnesota? Is he is he you know getting that support? I hope it does. I, we get a lot of support, but mm-hmm. I think I want to see more support from the Black community, which is why he was at Family Day and he's been going into. The uh, the hood to I heard you on KMOJ talking. Did you see? See, there you go. There you go. He's in the hood, but he's on the hood airwaves. That's right. (laughs) Let's take this phone call real quick from Jeremy. Jeremy, sorry about that. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm glad you guys are talking about this because I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I I have someone who I would consider a friend, not a good friend, but you know, like a solid, reliable friend, Hmm. and he's running for Secretary of State for Minnesota. Now I like him. And he's been really good stand-up guy. He makes the rounds. He goes to events. Um, I, in fact, I think he was at the what was it called? The Urban. Oh, man. I oh, I think I know what you're talking just, about. He was, he was at Family Day. You were just talking. Yeah, you were just talking. Family about Day. Urban League. At any rate. Yep. But my problem is, you know, and I promote him on social media, Facebook, Twitter, what have you. But every now and then, he'll he'll have a picture of him standing next to a cardboard cutout of a certain president of the united states right, right now that i don't really care for and i I'm, I'm kind of in a quandary because i want to i'm i'm voting for the person and i'm not specifically voting for the party right and i know jamar you've talked about in the past just because a candidate is a democrat doesn't mean that you should vote for him if Word. you're a democrat Word. You, know, you need to learn about the person so i'm in the opposite end i like the individual i don't really care for the party and he and i have talked about his beliefs, and I'm fine with a lot of things that he believes in. Plus, I like him as a person. So what do I do when it comes to telling my friends and my family? You know what I mean? Right. right. Well, yeah. no, Jeremy, I uh, appreciate the call, too, bro. We're going to yeah. uh, take a break here. Appreciate yep, that, Jeremy. No um, we'll let you answer that on the other side of the break. You want to answer that? So we got more on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and your iHeart Radio. Welcome back to this News Talk. Uh, black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host Jamar Nelson. Abdi Muhammad here today. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. It's been a haywire day campaigning, man. I, I love it, and I, I do love it. I wish I was campaigning for myself, but uh, one day, yeah. You no, know, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> See if I can run as a Republican, like Donald Trump did. <laughs> Get elected. Uh, <laughs> So this is a caller-friendly show. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a caller, uh, one of the guests that was, uh, one of the politicians that was down at the uh, family day was supposed to call in, but that didn't work. But that's okay, because family day, I mean, it's it's busy. There was a lot of politicians down there. There was a lot of, that was, but, but 
That's what I mean. If you want to talk to black people, you got to go do black events, but you got to talk to black people. You can't be Tina uh, Cloud of Cloud of Dust Smith. Um, <laughs> she she is pretty boring. I'll tell you that. But bro, she was there twenty five minutes. Wow. She seriously was there twenty five minutes. She had this bright, pretty orange shirt on. She knows she's all manicured. Yeah. yeah. And um, okay, so let me tell you guys. I, I I think I explained. So if anybody for just joining, let me give you a quick synopsis or oh, soliloquy of what happened today. So I'm at family day, and Tina Smith was actually standing with my uh, teacher, my former teacher, grade school teacher. Right. So I'm like, oh great. So mm-hmm. my teacher, Miss Harper, is over there giving her the business, okay? Miss Harper is an incredibly astute lady, one of the mm-hmm. reasons why I love politicians, one of the reasons why I uh, love politi- uh, politics so much. Mm-hmm. So over there, I walk over there to, hi, I'm Tina Smith. I'm like, how are you? I'm, uh, remember I met you the other day at Farm Fest. Oh, yeah, Farm Fest. I was like, yes. Yeah, you went out there? Yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, yeah, brave. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, well. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got there. So I'm like, um, hey, um. Um, why don't you debate uh, Richard, uh, Richard Painter? Why are you not debating Richard Painter? Well, we had Farm Fest. I said, I said, with all due respect, Senator, Farm Fest was uh, rural Minnesota, a couple of hours away. I said it was pretty white. There was not many uh, blacks out there. I'm like, the uh, our community deserves a debate. Why don't we debate right here, right now? Oh, well, no, the, the primary is Tuesday. I was like, I tell you what, we'll clear Richard's uh, uh, whole calendar. Any day you want from between now and Tuesday mm-hmm. to have a debate. But I said, let's have it. Make sure we have it in the community. Um, well, no. Mm. And she darted off. Like Samantha from Bewitched, she twinkled her nose and she was gone. No, I mean, Tina Smith is in this job because Al Franken got kicked out. So she, you know, she doesn't have anything to debate, really. But And that's what people were saying. If I was her, I wouldn't debate it. And so I was telling some of the brothers down there, you sound like an idiot. Yeah. You deserve to have your issues talked about. Make a choice. You, this woman could just sail right back into office. She's done nothing for oh, us. And you, it's okay that she isn't talking about now issue. Listen, it's Doug on my southern just talking about now, N-A-N. She's not talking about either issue that affects us. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And it, it, it doesn't matter that I'm supporting Richard. Mm-hmm. You, Everyone that knows me know that, that this is who I'm, this is me. It's dismissive. What this is me. Mm-hmm. I tell Republicans the same thing. You got to get your butt to the community to mm-hmm. talk to and not photo opping. Yeah. Enough. No selfie. You're already okay. cute. Exactly. You're cute. Take a picture, take a selfie in, 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 at home. Look at these nice, cute black children. Exactly. <laughs> hey, there's my little African Americans over here in the, in the black community. Uh, no, <laughs> don't pull the Trumps on us. No, seriously. Don't listen. You can't talk about Trump if you are like Trump. I'm just keeping it real. If you're saying that Trump doesn't care about black people, then you care about black people. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I mean, at the end of the day, these Democrats really are running on, uh, you know, basically anti-Trump. They think that that's going to get them over the top. And in between the races between themselves with the Democrats, I think it's name recognition. That's the game. Tina Smith kind of has a name recognition of a former lieutenant general. Uh, uh, not general, but governor. Um, but uh, I think at the end of the day, she, yeah, I mean, from what you've been telling me, she has, uh, you know, she has her competitive visit with uh, Painter, so we'll see. But here's the thing. I think that people keep saying that Democrats don't stand for nothing, that Democrats don't run for anything, and this is why because Pat wouldn't say that. And so let me tell you why. Let me tell you how. Mm-hmm. Democrats would be mindful not to listen to any Republican. Democrats <laughs> have to be smart and run on issues that affect the particular community that you're running in and out of. So if it's anti-Trump, then you run on anti-Trump. If it's immigration, then you run on immigration. Mm-hmm. If it's... Uh, uh, Gun violence or whatever it is, whatever is happening in your neck of the woods, that's what you run on. You'd be dumb. Democrats would be dumb to run on the, a national platform. That's where you'd be wrong at. Don't run on what's um, 
whatever uh, Cory Booker is running on that mm-hmm. he's winning on. That's not a winning issue that affects your constituents. Mm. So, it, But if it does, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. But run on what's affecting your constituents. So mm-hmm. when I hear that, I always laugh at Republicans, and I say that that's because you guys aren't listening. You've got to listen to the people that you're asking their votes from mm. for that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. Four. Yep. And so, it, like I say, if it's dirty laundry, then you run on dirty laundry. I'm going to put a bunch of laundry mats in the community. That's interesting because, yeah, the, the, when Jeremy called in about his friend running for secretary of state, that actually got me thinking about that. You're right. I think if anyone's running for a specific office, they have to deal with their constituency. Yes. Uh, some, some, again, Rick Wilson, an, another you know, fake conservative that now hates Trump, was talking about the re- – he was saying, you know, there are some Democrats people should vote for. George Will, uh, George Will says the same thing too. Um, and what he was saying – he made a good point, even though I disagree with his overall point about voting for Democrats. He was saying that now you have Republicans who are in Florida running on building the wall. You know, they're, they're all trying to mimic Trump. Right. And, and Jeremy yep. was saying, you know, uh, his friend running for secretary of state has great ideas, but he has to kind of, you know, tie himself to the hip to Trump. Uh, and that's, you know, for the better or worse of, of, of candidates. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, they really should focus more on the issues at home. If it's jobs, if it's dirty laundry, yes, whatever it is, you can't uh, build build the wall. Well, Republicans are looking at the Frank Luntz. Uh, he put out... Um, a stat that I think is who I think it's eighty three percent of Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, damn, I'm probably saying this stat wrong. Anyway, mm-hmm. those that think or tie themselves to Trump have a high percentage of winning, supposedly, right? Um, oh, yeah. But that's not always true. I mean, yeah. and these 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 uh, special elections have been proof positive that mm-hmm. there's been a couple of people who Trump has uh, anointed and they don't win. So a couple, but most of them have. You know what I mean? But think about it, too. People aren't looking at, too. They're in those red states. So yep. then you expect it to happen. A, a, a popular guy that's a guy that's popular amongst his uh, party, you yep. expect that to happen. Uh, uh, President Obama may not have won the governorships, mm-hmm. but he could tap, you know, uh, a mayor or a senator, and mm-hmm. they were w- winning. Like, yep. he just put out this list of senators now. Yep. Uh, and Tina Smith, you weren't on it. Okay. Ooh. Well, neither were we, but Tina yeah. Smith wasn't on it. This kind of tells you something about it. You yeah. know, so I think again, you're right. Democrats got to not listen to Republicans. You got to run on any any both parties would be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Don't run on what Trump is running on. Yeah, and and Republicans. Race. And I thank you for bringing that up. And the, and you said Jeremy and whoever else brought that up yeah. is the fact to stop running on a national platform locally. Yep. If if but again, if that's what your constituent, if you live in. A red district, and they fully support Trump, and that's what they want you to do. Then that, then you run make on that. America great again all day. Then you run on that. Then that's what helps you win. But if you're in a district that uh, is 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 purple or you know lukewarm red, mm-hmm. you need to listen. Mm-hmm. And if half those constituents that are Democrats are saying no, we need jobs, yep. then you should be saying, okay, well, then how can I help you get jobs? And stop saying, well, those social programs, those social programs, because remember those social programs, they do help it. Everybody doesn't want to be, isn't lazy and get on social programs because they want to. Social security is popular. Social security is popular because yep. some of us, you and I, we work, we, we're paying into that now. Mm-hmm. We're young. Mm-hmm. Well, you're younger than I. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get it. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be. The- well, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, President will, you know, um, make it so that it's stabilized, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's totally insolvent. Mm-hmm. But um, still, we're paying into those entities. Mm-hmm. So if I retire, like me, I have plantar fasciitis. So for one while, I went and filed for Social Security because I couldn't work. I couldn't do a stand-up job, you know. And I like doing, um, uh, what do you call it, cashiering and all that because I'm a people person, so yeah. I don't mind doing it. But I couldn't stand. My feet yeah. were killing me. Yeah. So I went and filed, and, man, 
going through the ringer. They take you through the ringer. Oh, they do. And then they tell you flat out, if you work, if you make $15 an hour, mm-hmm. you yep. need not, which I get it. You tough know, it out. Tough you, it out. But make it, because you make $15 an hour, they tend, tend to think that, that, that you're fine. Yep. But no, when, when, you, when all is said and done and I get that check, I'm a, I only got eight dollars out of that fifteen dollars that I made. You know, yeah. so. No, that's that, and Social Security. All these, you know, some of these uh, programs are very popular in some red areas right? yeah. where there's an aging population. Uh, for some time, you know, some women, you know, white women voted for Trump, and you know, uh, through some polling, they've been the ones that have kind of he's losing left, them. He's yep. losing them. Yeah. You know? See, so, I like you because this guy comes in. See, no, I mean, I love Trump. You know what I mean? At the end oh of the day, I, I'm tr- bleep that out. Please. No, 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 I love the president. Bleep that out. That. He that's just my, swore. That's the <laughs> that's the big homie. You know, but at the end of the day, you got to you know, critical. You know, you have to be uh, critical uh, in a in a good way, right? So, I hope you can figure that out. We got when we come back. We want to talk about something that you and I've been talking all week about. You want to talk about Lori Swanson and what's going on oh, with her. Man. So uh, we got to talk Let's about Lori Swanson when we come back. Uh, this is Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Jamar Nelson, and I'm Abdi Muhammad. We got a call it friendly show six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. Give us a holler. Welcome back, Black Republican, Black Democrat, Twisted New South, and the iHeartRadio. I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Abdi Muhammad. Welcome, homie. What's like this phone call from Will? Will, what's up, my dude? How are you? I'm, I've, I've had better weeks. Uh, found out earlier this week I've got cancer. Oh, man. Well, we're so praying for you. if I throw all uh, niceties out the window Word. and just get straight to the point because Getting. quite frankly I don't have a whole lot of time on this earth left and none of us actually do That's true. so I think it's important that we cut right to the chase and Word. get important issues Word. tell me please uh, Jamar how it is that national tax policy that is promoted by Republicans nationally through Trump and those senators and, and congressmen that voted for it how that does that national tax policy doesn't also affect the paychecks of, of black folks living in whatever congressional district. Please explain to me how it is that the health care policy that is voted on by the senators and the congressmen, which is signed or vetoed by the president, how that doesn't affect black voters in whatever congressional district you happen to be discussing. The simple fact of the matter is, Go ahead. You don't get a separate set of issues because we are all Americans. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. That's not no, true. That's not, that's not what we're even saying. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, or green with pink polka dots. It doesn't freaking matter. All that matters at the end of the day is, are you a citizen of this country, and are you doing what you're supposed to do as a citizen? And is our government doing what it's supposed to do and nothing else? Absolutely nothing else. So, Will, our Constitution limits our government. It does not. It does not act as a "thou shalt can" document for our government. It's a "thou shalt not do this." So, just just to clarify, Will, are you saying about our when you said local versus national issues? Are you talking about that? That you disagree with that? Are you saying you disagree with identity politics? Well, I I think identity politics is the worst invention the left. Has ever come so, so, so you, you say the left has – see, here's the thing with people like yourself, Will, uh, and, and, and it bothers me tremendously. 
it's okay for you, being a white man, uh, to, to think How do you that. Know I'm a white man. Did I say I'm a white man? What color are you? How do you know what color I am? I'm at, I'll ask you a simple question again. I will. Don't fill the bus on my, my show. Color what color? See, to you, it doesn't matter. So now I've got to get hype with you. What color are you? What, what color do you, do you, do you what, what nationality do you identify as? I was born in the United States of America. Okay, so as I a white American. man, it's easier for you American. to say, can I finish? I listen to you. I listen to you. Let, let me just throw this at you. My children are biracial. How oh, about that? Okay, so my, and I got a white best friend. So look, the fact is this. As a white man, it kills me how white people find it so easy to say that you don't like identity politics. But it wasn't you that had to have laws enacted to make sure that you were treated fairly in this world. And it still isn't you that have laws interpreted wrongly and have you imprisoned or dis the, uh, the, to not include you, uh, exclude you, excuse me, out of different things uh, legally or illegally. Now, Please tell me, Jamar. Jamar, please answer this for me. Which party? Which party had its governors and state legislators vote for the Jim Crow laws that existed? Oh, right, right. Yo, we're, we're, exactly, party, Democrats. We're going, I'll we're, tell you. We're, we're going back to this. It, we're going back to when which Jesus was, was a baby. It? Okay, so we which know party? that both parties hated black Come folks. On now. So answer the question. Will, you're not, not going to filibuster on my show, homie. I'll let you talk. So I'm going to answer the way I want to, the truthful way. Both parties hated black folks, and both parties... Really? Really? If you quit talking, I I, can, I, can, I, can I, I finish? Abraham Lincoln oh, give me a break. I, this is what I want you to do by, a, by, by our friend Abraham Lincoln. I want you also to look at... When, well, if you continue to interrupt me, I'm going to hang up on you, bro. Seriously. Now, I, I was nice enough to listen to you. I want you to do the same thing. Respect me. I want you to look at while he was running after the emancipation, right? Look at him. Look at his debates. Look at how Lincoln really felt about black men, my friend. Don't tell me about the party of Lincoln and how he freed us until you go read about how when he was uh -huh. always will be quiet, how when he was always pressured on how he thought that black men should be treated equally, fairly, and was just as, as uh, was just as, as equal as a white man. Go look at the remarks that your sweet, that your sweet, forgiving and 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 savior. Well, I mean, he was also friends with Frederick Douglass. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. Go, go. I want you to listen. I, I, when they get to pulling that out of the ass about how he freed us, I want them to also know how he really felt on, on the stump. Yeah, he wasn't it, perfect. Yeah. No. So then, don't, uh, exactly. So, Will, what happens is, bro, is the identity politics should be accepted. Maybe not by you, but how do we do? How do we deal with women that aren't treated fairly? How do we deal with uh, people of different uh, nationalities and colors, sexuality, sexual orientations that aren't treated fairly? So that's cool that. They get treated wrongly. I mean, I, what I will say for Will, I mean, I agree with you earlier. What I said was, you know, let's try and have a universal approach to uh, the campaigning. And I think with identity politics, to a degree, it's not. I mean, identity politics is here to stay, I think. Yeah, you know and it I mean? should it's, be. Though. And, 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 and I uh, theoretically and intellectually disagree with it, you know, and I think that it's used in a negative way. Um, but I think what we can do with the black community, for example, is is for if Republicans go to the black community and say, why don't you know, why don't you uh, support uh, school choice? Right. Let's have you support school choice. Let's get these charter schools going. Let's get away from these, you know, rundown public schools. And you cater the message. It's an interpretive. But black practice. folks are saying this. We don't want to go out to a diner eating prayer where we're not accepted uh, and, and, and probably will have 
uh, a harder time. So what we're saying is put the monies back into our neighborhoods and build, rebuild our schools, give us quality teachers, mm -hmm. and let's adhere to that. It's standards to, uh, uh, let's adhere to standards, quality standards of how our kids are supposed to be taught. So we don't hold politicians uh, um accountable anymore mm. and republicans always blame how democrats the state the city is always ran by democrats well where are your ideas when you're not in power mm -hmm. bring your ideas around so that you can get a groundswell of support mm -hmm. for black people or from black people and the minorities where they'll say well wait a minute he is he or she is a democrat mm -hmm. but she's i myself have evolved on school choice yeah there you go you know i myself i didn't say i don't like that word voucher uh, but nevertheless I want to be able to have my child go anywhere he or she wants. And yep. I have three kids that are in uh, my boy here that's in high school. I got an older daughter in high school and one that have been high, uh, junior high school next year, in two, in, in next year, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, if they want to go anywhere. But I also want them to go where they're also going to be. We think that because they're in a diner, they're going to be highly educated. That's fine. But how are they going to be treated? So if they're treated worse, then their education isn't going to matter because they're too uh, bogged down and worried about the mistreatment. No, I, I agree 100%. I mean, at the end of the day, too, you could find charter schools here in the Twin Cities we area. We do. Coach right? Larry McKenzie is in charge of mm -hmm. a lot of them, so right. we'd have to have him back on again so he can promote some of his charter schools. I just don't – the only thing – my problem with charters is they're not and, – and Republicans hate this. Yep. There's no uh, – the, 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 the regulation – are you talking about like the accountability? Yeah, so I don't like that because they can—they're too slippery of a no, slope. You can have the free the, market choice, you know. Well, I want to make sure that they're educating our kids and they don't mm -hmm. have to adhere to oh, the, the same standards yeah, yeah, yeah. that our kids are testing. But uh, these tests—but the twist—the twisting—the <laughs> testing quality is sometimes crap too. I mean, it, de it definitely depends on the school. And again, free market—you know—you based on what you see, you, you choose where you send your kids. But I brought up the school choice again as an example of how you can interpret a conservative policy and kind of package it to the black community so yes that's that is identity politics to a degree um but it's positively used right like people at the end of the day yeah i i i i love the sentiments will had about being an american and how we're Absolutely. all Americans. that's yes. you know that's that's real i mean at the end of the day you know my loyalty is to this country right but people are going to still see themselves first as black. People are going to still That's see right. themselves as, you know, right. white, Asian. And it's this country. And it's inherent. And you just said that you, you what did you say? How do you say you're indebted to this country? Or what did you just say? Well, I, I said, I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm loyal to this nation. Yeah. And, and, but black, a lot of black people, your people, my people always ask, is this nation loyal to us? And that's a bigger question. And that, and, and that question should be yes, too. Yeah. But we don't know that. Yeah. And so people like, Will, I understand how you feel, but it's easier with different skin color to tell me how I should feel mm -hmm. when we're, we've been through different oppressions. Uh, we've got two minutes left, and we didn't talk about Swanson. So let's talk about Swanson now and then yep. finish on the post show. Definitely. So uh, we were talking a lot about how the Democratic Party has uh, pushed back and kind of abandoned the black community. And what better way to bring this up than Lori Swanson trying to blame all of her corrupt campaigning on a black man? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> you know, so no, straight up. I mean, what's his name? Uh, DeAndre or De I forgot what the guy's name was. I can look it up. Uh, but Mr. Norman, he was one of her assistants in her office from 20, 2004 to 2014, they fired him for some uh, some kind of fraud uh, claim or whatever. But basically, he is one of the – so The Intercept reported how Lori Swanson in her office as attorney general for you know the past three terms you kind of coerced her employees to be her campaign staff. And even right now, she, there's no numbers on the books of her paying her campaign employees.
Really? Yeah. And yeah. So now the now the question is: Is she coercing people? And a lot of people are on record saying yes. That, my friends, people are what we call in the business a tease. Or on Fridays, like uh, on soap operas, a cliffhanger. There you go. You got to tune to the post show podcast if you want to hear us talk more about what how Swansea is uh, uh, just trashing a black man. Ladies and gentlemen, up next is the Minnesota Vikings versus the Denver Broncos in Denver. Vikings post-show podcast with uh, Paul Allen and Pete Versage uh, right here on the, uh, our sister station here, or uh, right here. What am I talking about sister station? Right here. KTLK. Muhammad, thank you, bro, for taking in for us. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamar Nelson. Let's go Vikes. This is Abdi Muhammad. Oh, please. Six five. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Pat is back next week. Thank you, Stan. Ladies and gentlemen, peace out.